This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. Prominent attorney Ben Crump is now representing a client in Beaumont in a civil rights lawsuit. Crump has joined the legal team representing 41-year-old Christopher Shaw. Shaw filed a lawsuit last July against the city of Beaumont, several law enforcement officers and a health care company. He was accompanied by attorneys and others when he announced the filing. Uh, Shaw alleges that following his arrest and during an encounter at the jail, he was body slammed, suffered a broken neck, and became paralyzed. He also alleges he didn't receive medical care at the facility. Shaw was indicted for assault on a public official and public intoxication. His attorneys say he never assaulted anyone and no officers have been charged in the case. Here's part of what Ben Crump told Mel Stiles yesterday during an exclusive interview. It's god-awful that this young man's life has been forever changed because of the unnecessary and justifiable and unconstitutional excessive force exerted against him while he was restrained in handcuffs. It is unacceptable, and we can't let them get away with it. So far, there's no timetable for the lawsuit to go to court. Well, a frightening robbery and shooting of a delivery driver in Beaumont led to an indictment. The grand jury has indicted 20-year-old Ricky Sloan for aggravated robbery and deadly conduct. Police say Sloan and another suspect tried to rob a delivery driver May 1st in the 1700 block of Regent off Magnolia. The driver was critically injured but managed to return fire, injuring both suspects. Well, the other suspect accused of that shooting and robbery is now behind bars after a canine tracked and found him hiding under a home. Police tell us 19-year-old Jerry and Elam sped away from officers when they tried to pull him over Wednesday night at Brandon and Pipkin in southeast Beaumont. They chased him to Amarillo Street where he stopped and ran from his vehicle. Patrol officers set up a perimeter and the canine was able to track Elam down. He was arrested and two other young adult males in his car were charged with evading. A game store robbery has led to an indictment as well. The grand jury indicted 20-year-old Brandon Mayberry for aggravated robbery in the April 25th holdup at the game exchange on Dallin Road in Beaumont. Investigators say two suspects stole about $600 in game consoles before leaving and driving away. The second suspect has already been indicted. Well, investigators believe a lightning strike sparked a fire in Orange County. Firefighters responded to the call shortly before 5 in the evening yesterday in the 3300 block of Old Castle Lane in Pinehurst. An investigator tells KFDM witnesses report lightning hit the home, damaging the roof and the attic. No one was hurt. Firefighters from Pinehurst and several other departments remained on scene for more than an hour, making sure the fire was out. Well, the heat has been relentless so far this summer, and if you're inside with the AC going, probably better, but not everyone is so lucky. Many people work outside for a living. KFDM's Aaron Max spoke with a few landscapers yesterday in Beaumont. He wanted to know what steps they take to make sure they get the job done efficiently while making sure their employees don't suffer heat exhaustion. Now it's no secret that drinking plenty of water is a key factor in staying safe, also taking breaks. The owner of one landscaping business said it's all about looking after each other and checking in with each worker. Another company tries to get its workers started early in the day to limit their time in the heat. 
We try to start work early in the morning and try to knock off around lunch, in between lunch and three o'clock, and then kick back off towards the evening time and skip the hottest part of the day. Some of the workers we spoke to wear long sleeves outdoors to try to retain moisture when they sweat. An organization is considering Port Arthur for a pilot program that would help underserved children save money for college. KFDM City Ferguson has more on the organization's vision for Port Arthur's next generation. It's a lifetime opportunity to do something for your child that you would love to do that you may not be able to do for yourself. David Edifeso is the founder and CEO of Suchi, a company working to eliminate poverty through education. Racism was intentional. If racism, which caused the racial disparity of wealth which we just discussed, was intentional, we have to be intentional about solving it. And that's what we're doing. Suji defines education as going to college, learning a trade, starting a small business, or purchasing property within Port Arthur. They will also be teaching financial literacy classes to children and parents. So in addition to providing the access and the financing, we're going to teach our kids how to wield money, how to use money. What's the difference between an asset and a liability? What's the value of credit? How do you avoid impulse bias? One source of funding involves the company working with local industries to create a matching plan for their employees similar to a 401k. The employee puts in $50 or $100. Why don't you match the $50? That way, you're actually building a strong sense of community. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're giving your employees something they care about. Melanie Ned, a retired grandmother of two, expressed concerns that the matching program might not be as beneficial to retirees, but still thinks the overall program could help. This is something I would invest in. I have two grandkids that are still school-age children, and I want them to have more you know, a better opportunity. Port Arthur is under consideration for the program along with eight other cities, but only one will be chosen. The company hopes to choose a city within the next two months. I'm hoping Port Arthur is chosen, and I'm hoping that they go out into the school system and talk to these kids to get their parents involved in saving for their future. We need our children to be able to have something to start off with. Okay, we need this. Sydney Ferguson with that report. The organization is also working to secure funding from the government and foundations for underserved children. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. We'll slide over to Bridge City Intermediate School where they're at 78 right now on the Market Basket WeatherNet. North-northeast winds at 2, relative humidity checking in at 93%. There's radar. We promised you a look at the radar, and you can see a couple of showers just to the west of Searoom State Park and offshore. We'll continue to monitor these for inland progress this morning, but I think our better chance of showers and storms certainly will be coming up during the afternoon as we saw yesterday. 75 right now at Beach Grove and at Jasper, 74 at Burkeville, 75 at Spurger and at Kirbyville this morning, while Evadale's at 78. And into the triangle. We've got 78 now at Bridge City, 74 at LCM, 78 at Vincent Middle School, all the way down to Taylor Landing in the central portions of Jefferson County. There's a look at your satellite imagery over the last six hours. Again, we've got partly to mostly cloudy skies and then seeing a little bit of moisture creeping up. Those are those showers we just looked at on radar. We'll continue to monitor their progress along the coast this morning. High pressure will be building back over the weekend, but we still have one more day of a more of a northwesterly flow that will help bring in that little bit of moisture and energy 
working those together with the afternoon heating to get some showers and storms to pop up. Still a little bit of moisture out there as we work through the afternoon, not nearly as prevalent as it was yesterday. So we'll reduce the coverage just a little bit. By the time we hit Saturday into Sunday, things dry up pretty quickly across southeast Texas as that ridge will become our dominant weather feature. So as we put the maps into motion, Short-term model says, hey, watch out for that little bit of rain this morning. It quickly moves out. We'll see a few showers through the lunchtime hour and into the early afternoon. After that, it really stays pretty quiet. Some cloud cover early Saturday morning, and then by Saturday afternoon, we should be looking at partly cloudy skies and our rain chances dropping quickly as we head throughout the next several days. Temperature forecast also with more sunshine coming out to close out the weekend. Those temperatures will be shooting right back up into the upper 90s here in southeast Texas. And with dew points in the upper 70s, you know where the heat index is going. It's going to go up as well. The upper level pattern by Tuesday shows the ridge dominating across Texas, extending all the way up into parts of Nebraska, back into Missouri and Arkansas. So the south central U.S. is going to be baking in the heat. Uh, maybe reminiscent of what we saw back in 1980 when we had that dangerous heat wave across the Lone Star State. So definitely want to take all the precautions necessary to beat the heat. In the meantime, the tropics were watching two systems, Tropical Storm Brett, also now Tropical Storm Cindy became a tropical storm earlier this morning. Brett is continuing to move westward and weakening slowly. It is getting ripped apart by shear as we speak and will continue that process over the next 24 hours or so. In the meantime, Cindy just became a tropical storm this morning, expected to stay a tropical storm as it continues to move north, generally east of Puerto Rico before turning out into the open Atlantic. So no real concerns from Tropical Storm Cindy as well. Looking at a 40% coverage of showers and storms today. After that, it's it's all high pressure that dominates through much of next week. Your forecast today calling for temperatures to reach in the mid 90s up into the lakes, about a 30% coverage of showers, 95 at Buna, Silsby and Coontz, 95 at Kirbyville, into the Triangle, 94 at Deweyville and at Beaumont, 93 at Port Arthur and 93 in Orange. There's your extended forecast over the next seven days brought to you by Phil Pot Ford. Get ready for the upper 90s. A few places I would not be surprised to hit triple digits, but again, it is going to be a hot and humid week ahead with that ridge dominating. Thanks for listening and join us again on Monday for the KFDM Morning Podcast.